0: and grow the industry around the world. Thanks for taking the time to join us today uh, from wherever you might be listening. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about something very topical right now, uh, thermal management. Uh, We do seem to be in the midst of something of a global heat wave, Uh, even up here where Avid is based in the usually not so sunny northeast of England, uh, obviously not globally renowned for its hot summers and, uh, and weather, we are absolutely sweltering. So, uh, you know, sign of the times uh, in terms of changing weather patterns, um, getting for us to the point where we might even need to in, uh, consider installing air conditioning, um, powered by renewable energy, of course. Um, but really, uh, for an electric vehicle Thermal management is critical, um, and there's been a couple of neat examples in the press recently. Um, firstly, the issues that some of the forty-kilowatt-hour Nissan Leaf owners have been having with reduced charging rates. So this has been covered in the press in, uh, in quite a big way. Some people are calling it "charger gate." Uh, basically, what happens is you go and uh, you're driving your Nissan Leaf. You go to do a fast charge on it. Um, and you, you, sometimes on the first fast charge, you're not getting the, uh, the maximum charge rate, sometimes you are, but then maybe on the second charge, you're not getting the maximum rate. It's derating that charge rate all the time, and that can be quite uh, important if you're relying on being able to do multiple fast charges in a day. Um, and basically the reason for that is the thermal management in the battery pack. So the, the Leaf is a really great car, massive fan of the Leaf. But one of the things about it is it lacks uh, active thermal management inside the battery pack. Um, Nissan have designed the car to use air cooling only of the batteries. Obviously, the big advantage of air cooling is that it's, um, it's, it's low cost. You don't have to have a, a liquid cooling system inside the battery pack. There's some uh, design safety case considerations there as well um you know water and uh, electricity not mixing too well the kind of design of uh, any kind of water glycol based system inside the pack is quite difficult so on the current leaf nissan have left that off the car Um, there is liquid cooling on the car for the power electronics and the motor um, the onboard charger Um, so there's a coolant pump um, heat exchanger and a water glycol system um, so there's, there is liquid cooling for everything else, but for the battery pack, that is, um, that's just relying on passive air cooling. So really then, the, the, the problem arises when you're doing these very high current charges. So actually, um, under normal driving, the battery will get warm, but not really hot. The, uh, the problem only really occurs when you're trying to push a huge amount of charge into the battery pack um, on a fast charge. Um, so in that circumstance, the um, because of the current flowing into the cells, and the cells all have a natural resistance, um, and you get losses um, in the system. So then the losses are proportional to the square of the current and the resistance of the conductor that they're following through. Um, they're flowing through, sorry. So um, so the, the battery cells get hot as you pass current through them. And the more current you pass through them, to the square of that current, the losses go up. So basically the losses are all manifested in heat coming out of the battery pack. So if you double the current, you're generating four times as much heat in the battery pack. And that's what's happening when you're going to these super fast chargers. You're pushing a lot of current into the battery pack. So you're you're generating heat in the battery pack, which you need to get rid of. Um, The cells themselves, battery cells themselves, must be kept within certain thermal limits, to prevent excessive cell degradation, so um, what that means is if basically the battery gets too hot, um, or too cold actually, but particularly in this case we're thinking about if it gets too hot, the cells can degrade. Um, So the way the temperature the cells get to and the way um, that temperature is across the cells must be very carefully managed. So what the car does is it's looking at the temperature inside the battery pack and if it sees the temperature getting too high, it turns down the charger, so you can't charge a car as fast. So it's basically just protecting the battery pack to make sure that it doesn't overheat and you don't degrade the cells. Now obviously, the hotter the ambient temperature is outside, so the hotter the air temperature is, the hotter the battery pack already is, the less kind of natural passive cooling can take place. So the quicker you will get to that temperature limit where the battery starts to derate itself. And this really, that's, that's the sort of biggest limit to the fast charging capability of the Leaf, um, actually, and, and all EVs, basically. So pretty much every other high-performance EV, and also I think probably future generations of Leafs, have actively cooled battery systems. And, and it's, it really comes into play during these very fast charging, because everyone is putting faster and faster battery chargers um, in place. If they want to go faster and faster charging. We need to be able to deal with that heat inside the battery pack. So active cooling. There's lots of different methods of cooling. Um, we put together a white paper a while ago, which can be found on our website. We will put a link to that below, um, which talks about all the different kinds of cooling strategies that are used in different models. And we took a look at the inside of a battery pack from a, uh, from a Tesla and how Audi do it and how Chevy do it. Um, so that's that's all available on our website. So you can take a look at that. Um, Interesting, the other sort of thing that's been in the news recently, which is basically the same story, um, but different car this time. So the Tesla Model S. um, So the Model S actually does have an active battery cooling system, but this is quite a simple battery cooling system. It basically consists of a serpentine pipe. So that's a pipe that kind of makes a big wiggly S shape that goes through the battery pack. Um, It's not in, as everyone knows, the Tesla battery pack is made up of um, hundreds of uh, small cells, the 18650 cells, the 21700s in the new cars, um, the, the serpentine pipe is not in contact with every cell. It's in contact with some of the cells. It runs down the side of them. Um, so it is it is taking some heat out of the battery pack. There's water glycol flowing through that serpentine pipe being pumped around by by a small pump. Um, So the problem with that is it doesn't contact with all the cells. It also doesn't contact around the points where they get hottest. So some people have experienced this issue of the battery pack um, overheating and derating on Teslas before. There's a few videos on the internet. The particular one that caught um, caught my eye this last week was the um, the, the very sexy looking uh, GT Holdings uh, Tesla race car. So that was being driven by a famous uh, racing driver, TV presenter, Tiff Nadell. Um, and uh, they managed about one and a half laps with Tiff at the wheel. Um, and then the battery pack started to derate uh, because it was getting too hot. So they had the, the dual problem of they had Tiff at the wheel. So he was driving it quite quickly because Tiff is he's still a, he's a quick old boy. Um, but they also uh, they were in a hot country as well, which didn't help. Um, and, and I'm not sure, they've said there's some cooling system upgrades on those cars but I'm not really sure of what that is so obviously the, the battery cooling system in a Model S is, is basic at best it's definitely not designed for track use um, there's quite a small pump in the in standard Model S uh, pumping the coolant around that battery pack it doesn't have any sort of active chillers on it it's just simply water glycol uh, coming out so it's... Um, It's quite a basic system, so really, uh, you know, obviously not designed to be used on the track, and now being used on the track, but that will be that will be an issue for those cars um, in the race series. It'll be interesting to see how the organisers get around that. uh, You know, whether or not they make it a feature of the races, or they're going to change the cooling system and upgrade it. Uh, Be interesting to see what they're going to do, Um, because potentially that's going to cause long-term. Uh, it's going to cause damage to the those battery packs and shorten their life. Maybe they're not so bothered about that because they're race cars, so they'll write them off um, much more quickly. But it's something they're definitely going to have to look at and manage very carefully. So um, on on uh, future EVs, we've seen a lot of work go into the design of the thermal management system in the battery pack. And basically the key things there are how you can take more heat out and how you can take it out in the right places um, so the, the kind of bulk removal serpentine pipe in contact with some of but not all of the cells actually that's not a very good method um, so it's, it's all right for kind of basic day-to-day driving but isn't going to cover you in extreme circumstances um, so most OEMs are coming up with different uh, strategies now base cooling, tab cooling, uh, direct refrigerant in BMW's case so they're using two-phase cooling so basically putting refrigerant into the battery pack um, So they get very very uh, effective cooling so there's there's all kinds of different things going on at the moment but it's really going to be the critical area if we want to have 350 kilowatt charging um, that's going to get the battery packs really hot Uh, that's a lot of current to put into the battery packs Um, so it's going to need to be um, actively cooled so it's a it's a really big topic Um, basically that's that is the reason um, why there's an issue with the leaf uh, because it doesn't have a liquid cooling system in the battery pack you could argue it doesn't really need it for 90% of the time. Um, obviously, in extreme cases where you want to do lots of fast uh, driving and fast charging in quick succession, uh, you are going to be limited by the performance of that battery pack. Uh, be interesting to see if anyone comes up with a solution for that in terms of cooling, improving the cooling in the battery pack. Um, cooling in general in EV battery packs is a big topic. Uh, it's something that Avid is, is actively involved in uh, on a number of different programs. Um, and it's really critical to make sure the cells are properly managed, um, they don't degrade, and they, they maintain their performance. So it's going to be a really, a really key area. And if, you know, if charging rates are going to go above 350 kilowatts, that's only going to make the problem worse. Um, interestingly, for batteries, the, uh, the most sort of commonly available battery, uh, so the lithium uh, packs with electrolyte, um, the new technology is coming through with things like solid state, um, are going to be even more uh, susceptible to thermal management. So the, uh, the new kind of solid-state battery technologies, from what I understand about them, they require even more careful thermal management. Um, they don't particularly like high currents being passed through them, so there'll have, um, have to be some very careful uh, mitigation strategies put in place there. So in uh, in summary, that's all I wanted to talk about today, the thermal management challenge, particularly in a battery pack in an EV um the nissan leaf charger gate has been made a big deal of but really it's a very simple problem no active cooling in the battery pack um, tiff Nadell's issue with his model s tesla similar problem not enough uh not good enough cooling in the battery pack they need to upgrade that um so definitely keep an eye on that for uh for future evs the, per- the performance of the vehicle the performance of the charging will definitely be limited in terms of what can be achieved by um by cooling in the battery pack. Um, so thanks for listening. Thanks for taking the time to join me today. If you've got any questions, please feel free to send us an email, make a comment below. Um, we're more than happy to deal with questions. We've got some future uh, podcasts coming where we're answering specific questions that have been asked of us. Uh, today's podcast was because of some questions that we've been asked on the Nissan Leaf, what's causing the problem there. Um, and to be honest, I just saw the, the Tesla thought thing and I thought that was relevant uh, relevant to this with uh, Tiff so um, So that's today's podcast over. Thanks for joining me. Um, please make sure you like us, uh, subscribe, leave us a rating, um, and, uh, and, and come back again soon. Thanks very much.